Hello, welcome back to Big Mood, where the moods are big and the dicks are bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the tits are bigger. No, well, not they're really. not. They're not. Well, only have these two girls. Oh, yeah, these two hey. got it going on. <laughs> so, we have a guest today. This is Jess Lazama, if you Hi. were unaware. She's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I'm oh so God, happy. I love her. Gina, I love Gina you. Gina loves her. I love yes. you. I love you. I totally love you. Love you. I She's the hottest. <laughs> Like almost forty-year-old person yep. I've ever seen in my entire life. I, she's so. not ever. She's not even close. She can't even be close. She literally mm. looks younger than me. She's and I'm twenty-five forever. <laughs> Asian don't raisin. Yeah, it's true. Can you believe she has a twenty-three-year, twenty-two-year-old, twenty-two-year-old, about to be twenty-three-year-old daughter? Yes. When if she's she like sister, she's twenty-two herself. I'm twenty-three. Yeah, <laughs> she has a twenty-two-year-old. At twenty-four, yeah. we need so. to insert a photo of Jess with her daughter because they literally look like sisters. I will. They do. I'll they give do. you one. Yeah. You're like, who's the mom? Yeah. <laughs> Try know. finding out. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch this episode if you're listening because you just have to look at this beautiful face. She's so gorgeous. You guys, I love you. You literally so make J-Lo <laughs> look like trash. Yeah, J-Lo ain't shit. <laughs> can, I, can I come back every day? Yes. <laughs> you yeah. raise our hot factor. <laughs> it's a challenge. I challenge you to not be attracted to this woman yeah, by the end of this episode. Just try it. It's so true. Um, so we were coming up with like, you know, a lot of things that we talk about on the show things that we talk about in our our chat our like um our group chat mm-hmm. on the on the telephone <laughs> <laughs> on, the tele- on the device phone that device. has text messages on the cellular device <laughs> <laughs> and uh one of the topics that came up are just like the different masks that you we wear especially everyone being in the public eye um how there's like you know certain things that you're scared to show um and then you show them maybe a little bit and then you're like oh no i gotta put the mask back on or whatever and then like different roles that you play throughout life and how interesting that is um i also think on a kind of tangent related uh, topic the different different people that i'm around bring a different yes. part of my personality yeah. out of me mm-hmm. yeah but i while we were talking about that i was like I thought of Jess immediately because we had just been talking about this um, a few months ago, like pre-COVID. We were hanging out. It was like February-ish. A lot of shit was going down on her personal journey, which maybe we'll we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, I do remember you you talking about it was kind of like a, a breaking point in your life where you're like, I've always been this person and scared to show these other parts of me because... I don't want them to be judged too harshly. And I was like, no, like that's all so relatable. Mm -hmm. And I actually felt closer to you when you share like little parts of that. Um, So just for context, and I feel like I'm talking talking around things. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about like your your journey. Yeah, my journey. Wow, it's a long one. Um, 39 and I've lived 15 lives. Yeah, like don't you feel like you really have since high school? We've lived so many lives. Um, for me, vulnerability is so scary. And I think I was just telling Nikki that I think that, uh, for me, masks are moods and goddamn, are we human? Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. I also think that forward facing, we put on the masks that we think people want to see every day. And for the most part, that means happy, bubbly, positive, and by default, that is my profession. I'm a um, coach, and so it is my job to hold the space for people. You should see her abs. And uh, If you think fitness. this is pretty. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Check out that body. <laughs> and I forget I have to hold the space for myself. And that was a big point of contention in my marriage. And 
um, I'm a public figure, and that's so weird to say. Yeah. I'm a public figure. <laughs> it is. I'm a, just a professional oversharer, and so I shared my marriage, and I share my being a mom and wife life and mom life with my audience, and a lot of times people think I just have the sunshine shooting out of my ass 24-7, <laughs> and that's so unrealistic. Like, I'm human. A lot of days, really, it's girl. so easy yeah. to draw the blinds. And so do you feel bed. like because you think that people see you as that like as yeah. this sunshine figure that you have to uphold this standard for sure constantly totally I think people don't they see one side of you and they just box you in and that's what you are to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and they don't realize that you're human you have emotions um I am a mom but I'm also just a girl <laughs> like yeah. I'm just trying to figure my shit out I'm a girlfriend I'm a daughter I'm all of these things and I've lived so much of my life on the public eye that they've seen me be married to a man they've seen me divorce they've seen now I have a hot ass girlfriend yeah. and um, they don't realize like so many people's uh, thoughts get pushed on to you and it's really hard not to like mask your feelings um, <laughs> when you start to believe what people say about you so you really have to like stand strong and just really not give a book but that's hard yeah I think a lot of people don't realize that like because you may follow each person for different reasons like maybe someone follows you because they're like oh I relate to the mom side of you Um, someone follows you because they want to be in the fitness side of you and you don't realize that like just because you're following them for one thing there are so many voices that that person hears that all, like t- tons of different opinions. Everyone's got an opinion about you. Everyone, and you're just mm-hmm. soaking this in constantly, and it, yeah. it kind of like um, it kind of like changes how you view yourself, and you kind of get more scared to share certain things because you're like, oh no, that that received a negative response over here, but then it received a positive response over here, and it, yeah. it's it's very it's a mind fuck. It is, and I feel like that's why we have to be like so solid in who we are. But when you're young, you don't even know what that means. Yeah, like exactly. I'm 39, and I barely know what that means to like stand in my body and to know who I am, and to it doesn't matter what people say. Like you are who you are, and you just own it. And through authenticity, I just feel like you just you can share your truth, and people relate to that so much more than they do the mask of trying to pretend like everything's okay. Yeah, actually, I think Mark Manson, we love him. He, yeah. I think he posted something on Instagram today that said um, people try to hide their pain, but it's actually one of the most relatable things yeah. um, is pain. So, like, why are we all trying to hide it so it's much? so true. <laughs> well, I can yeah. tell you why. Because on the other side, once it is revealed, people judge you and criticize you for that pain that you're mm. going through. Because in the end, everyone's just quick to point fingers as to who it is to blame rather than getting people's experiences or like hearing the pain and like learning from it like or feeling, empathizing or just feeling with, for with it. it. Yeah, because yeah, I actually relate to you a lot. But the opposite, in ter- instead of me coming out like a ray of sunshine, I'm actually like the complete opposite. <laughs> um, but but then like I and en- I ended up feeling a lot of. A lot of struggle with having to to deal with that constant criticism and also being so young because I'm, I'm 30. I'm about to be 31 this year. But throughout this whole time that I have been in the public space, about seven years ish, like I've been growing myself, trying to get to know myself and things that I've said five years ago still come back to haunt me because it's like, well, you said this. Like, what do you mean? Like, you don't believe this anymore? And it's like, well, I grew like yeah, I'm like you're 25 years old at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. People love to call people hypocrites as if growth and change aren't something that happens for everybody. Exactly. Like uh, I feel like um, I feel like that's part of it, though, is that you feel this need to put on this image, this mask because you're so scared of people 
seeing the real you yeah stabbing at it when really what they're doing is like oh how dare you take off your mask I would never take off my mask exactly that's exactly what's happening they're going through the same shit like they're making the same mistakes these people are are falling on their faces all the time but they love to point at you when you fall on your face so and so it makes everybody you know get all get all caged in and like oh I gotta put on this thing when uh when yeah you're right and Mark Manson is right we're Pain is the pain is the only constant. Mm-hmm. Um, if, in fact, if you look at like any movie, like anything in entertainment, it's all written about pain. Comedy yeah. is written about pain. It's mm-hmm. just we laugh at it because yeah. the character's pain is stupid. <laughs> but like country songs, they're not laughing at it. <laughs> country songs, uh, dramas, like everything is written about pain because it's it is like the most relatable thing. So it's so interesting how that's stigmatized, where like mm-hmm. we can't talk about it. And then there's people that are like, well there are worse pains in the world. So how dare you have this pain when mm-hmm. this, and then, and then pain becomes a competition yeah. instead of just like, Hey, can't we all just relate that we, that we all have it. We yeah. have to honor our happiness and we have to honor our pain. And I think, especially in the fitness industry, pain is almost looked at as weakness. Mm-hmm. As humans, we Absolutely. go, you're in pain. You mental health to me is so major. Like I would like to lead in with mental health than what it is to like have a great body. You know what yeah. I mean? Mental health is so important and it's a conversation people just don't have. Well, and that's so interesting that, that that stigma exists in the health and fitness industry because that's literally how you grow bigger muscles. Yeah. Is like you like break just, it down. You break, break down, it down your down old muuscles to build it up. Then they have to heal. Yeah. And you have to give them nourishment. Yeah. And then they and a lot get of bigger rest. and better. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of rest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of self-care. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of metaphors going on. <laughs> we have to baby ourselves, you know? Yeah. I think that's why babies cry, because they're just misunderstood. No one understands <laughs> what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to understand <laughs> me. Food. That's why I cry. <laughs> and Nikki cries so just every day. It's true. <laughs> and if you cry, I'll cry yeah. for you. I don't um, have tear ducts. I don't cry ever. <laughs> she never cries. Did you run out of tears? Because I had a period of time where I was like, I think I just ran out of tears. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, wow. Like, Tip, that's really that's sad. sad. That is so I sad. That's better than mine. I, I feel like you, I'm a robot. I saw you cry yesterday, so I know you're good now. You saw me get teared up. My yeah, eyes yeah. got watery. I There's some water in there, though. Yeah. You cried. You oh, I cried. <laughs> I cried now. Like, I, I regained the tears somehow. Yeah. But there was a period of time where I'm like, there's nothing left. Like, I don't know what else. I can't give any more. <laughs> yeah. Single mama stuff. Because yes. I feel like for me, one of the masks is one of the many hats that I wear is that I was a single mom and I was a teen mom. And I never allowed myself the space to feel my feelings because I had this little human looking up yeah. to me for survival and I couldn't lean on her to have like a mental break right. or to feel sad or heartbroken or depressed. I had to like fucking crush the day and literally wake up and make my bed so I didn't crawl back in it. Yeah. And um, you had to be the, yeah. the tough, strong one. I had to be the constantly. tough, strong one. And now I'm like, please make a tear. So yeah. I just watch really sad Disney movies <laughs> to cry. What's up, Bambi? Um, You're like, I'm not crying about cry. me. Yeah. I'm crying about Bambi. I'm crying for you. But I could cry for any one of you. I just can't cry for myself. Aww. It's ultra sad. <laughs> I, I I get that, though, because of like just your like how you were raised and like being you were tough for your siblings. And then you were then you had uh, Corinne, your daughter, um, who you were a tough parent for and you didn't have like you were a single mother so you didn't have like someone to balance it out with like where you could go to a corner and they watched your right. watch yeah. your daughter to for a hide little in bit. the closet and have a brownie or a twinkie you know i needed <laughs> yeah. a moment 
Yeah. And I didn't have a moment. You don't get a moment. No, when you're... I do now, though. I'm living my best life now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Dude, I think your story is so inspiring. I've Aww. said this so much, too, because I just Thank like, you. I fucking love this woman. Like, mm-hmm. this is. <laughs> she's, my, she's my woman. <laughs> Unicorn. Yeah. We're hyper brain. <laughs> what? Excuse me. What just happened? We finish each other. That's so cute. We just start twitching over here. <laughs> I love it. We <laughs> both <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. You guys kind of look like twins, too. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you do a little bit. I'm like, we're both Hapa. How much coffee did I drink this morning? I'm like, my eyes are starting to cross. Double and I'm like, yeah. Sometimes we're speaking a language. Shit. And people we're, are like, we don't know what that people is. People don't know what we're saying. And we're like, oh, we thought everyone knew what we yeah. were saying. Are you the same now? type of Hapa? <laughs> kind of. Kind of, yeah. Um, she's Guamanian. Oh, okay. What's Chamorro? Chamorro, yeah. And then I'm half Filipino and French so Russian. So kind of like yeah. Islander, mm-hmm. yeah. Islander yeah. mixed with some sort of white. Islander yes. and white. Yes. Hapa Howley. That's why you guys look similar. Hapa Howley. And her daughter. Yeah, we're triplets. Yeah. We're, all, we're related. <laughs> I love that. No, but yeah. you're talking about being a single mom and all that, and like it does give me flashbacks because like it feels like that was a whole another life that I lived. Whole another life. Because now you know I've been with Casey for eight years, so it's been a good chunk of Isaac's life Absolutely. that I have had someone to help, yeah, and not necessarily be in the single mom mode, but. Because even in the uh, previous relationships, I felt like I was a single mom because it wasn't like they were completely checked out of being a parent. Mm. Um, But yeah, like I remember so many times of like feeling like, oh, my God, I need a break. That's why for my birthday, this past birthday, I just I I had to have a vacation alone. I'm like, I need to get away. It's like the only time you've ever (laughs) been alone. Ever in my Mm -hmm. whole life. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. I bet that felt really good. It was so it was the perfect thing I needed. And um, but yeah, I, I. I do remember that too and I also remember my mom because my mom was also a teen mom she had me when she was 18 17 and then so but the thing is with my mom she did use me as a crutch like she did lean heavily on me to the point where I was like this is traumatic like I I knew way too much about my mom and like her her problems and like her intimate relationships and like things that I don't think any kid should know and I learned from my mom to not do that with my kid but then sometimes I catch myself like because I don't I also don't want to keep him in a bubble and not know anything and not learn anything coddle and being coddled exactly so it's really hard to find that balance of like okay I need to not coddle him and keep him in a bubble but I also don't want to lean so heavily on him where like now like he feels trauma from learning about my stuff or whatever so how did you handle that with Corinne like that's hard. When you were saying that, I'm like, I wanted to ask you if you ever felt like the mom guilt is another mask. You know what yes, I mean? Because we uh, we have to feel like everything's okay. We have to hold it together for the family. Yep. We're the president of everything. We're the president of the kids. Oh, we're yeah. president yeah. of the morning routine. The president of the food, the grocery shopping, and the laundry. And like, we also look good and we also feel good and we just hold it together. And yeah. like, do you skincare and makeup? Skin, and yeah, our arms are so yeah, strong. And on top of the that, world. you have to be yeah. hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're the center of the fucking universe, <laughs> and the universe is heavy. Yeah. So like. I, did you feel guilty taking a vacation for yourself? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, Casey had to, why? Casey had to convince me to book those tickets yeah. because I was like, no, like I can't, like there's just no way. Like we're about to get a house too at, during that time. I was like, in Bora Bora, that's insane. Like maybe if I go to Hawaii or Florida, <laughs> like somewhere nearby, like Caribbean, like I'm cool with that too. I just wanted a beach and that's it. And Casey's like, no, you you should do this. You have to do this. Like Bora Bora's been your dream destination, like 
for years. Like you have to make it out there. So thanks to him, I, I did end up finally doing it. But as I was there though, I felt the mom guilt too. Like still, like I, I was, I felt so guilty that like we would FaceTime all the time too. Cause yeah. they were actually, it made things worse too because they were camping in like freezing weather. <laughs> and you're like tanning and bronzing. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh no, I feel so bad. Yeah, and then they were just like, like I feel horrible. so bad. I feel so <laughs> bad, but them. so good. <laughs> Honestly, I did have to like give myself that, yeah. that space that you're talking about. Permission. I did have to, exactly. I had to give myself that permission to enjoy that vacation because there were so many moments where I'm like oh what are they doing like are they okay like maybe if they had this, whatever I'm thinking of like how to help them and during this miserable camping cold trip and I, I just had to tell myself you know put the phone away like just fucking enjoy yeah, your mom hat came back on it was like do they have sandwiches do they yeah, have all the, yeah. the camping materials that they need? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no toilet paper because we're in COVID yeah, so. they, true. Yeah, well, luckily pre-COVID. <laughs> luckily you went because yeah. imagine now you'd be and like I kicking would yourself. Not be able to go. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever like when Curran was younger? Because Isaac's twelve. I so. still feel that, and she's twenty-two. The mom guilt doesn't go away. Checking in if she's breathing still doesn't fucking go away. And I find myself like there's such a fine line between being her mom and being best friend. You mm. know what I mean? Because we grew up together. I was yeah. sixteen. I was fifteen when I was pregnant with her, and wow. sixteen when I had her. And so we grew up together. And it's like being raised by your sister, mm. who's also telling you that you have to pay the rent and make your bed. Mm. You know what I mean? And so for she and I, there's a lot of headbutting going around, and like there's so much. It, there's a thin line. I have to sometimes like, and it's hard because yes. also the people I've dated, it's hard for them to step into a role when yeah. you don't know exactly what role they need to take. Yeah, so you dude. just end up being mom and dad. Yeah. And best friend oh and God, caretaker. Yeah, you guys are very similar. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't give yourself permission to take a break and we negotiate out of everything. Mm -hmm. I, I negotiated like out of taking time for myself, even though doing that would have made me a so much more sane human. So we just cope and try to be as balanced and like as uh, sane as we can. But mm -hmm. fuck, that's hard. Fuck that's yeah. so hard. I love tequila. <laughs> Same, but I don't even. I have dogs, so I I have dog mom guilt now because I don't have baby guilt. That's, That's where true. I where's mom. Like, I feel like the closest I can relate is just being like, if we're out, I'm like, oh, the cats, the cats. need me. <laughs> but that's like not, yeah. not Joe even. and Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they need me so badly. Aww. I need to shape their future because they're <laughs> little babies. Just thinking about you. Dude, no, I can't so many, imagine. So many more questions I want to ask you. Like so many things I want to like. Do it. I'm an open book. Ask away. <sighs> She's here. I'm sure like the yeah. audience is probably thinking the same thing as yeah. you. Well, the first thing that's on my mind though is what deodorant do you use? Oh, how do you I'm smell not even so kidding. darn good? I'm not even joking. I have a custom scent by Native. I created my how own custom girl, scent. Custom scent. That's amazing. Yeah, we kidding. didn't know about this custom scent. I fell in love with them at, uh, they had me at Coconut Vanilla. And I, I gave yeah. you a coconut vanilla. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then I found out on my birthday, they give you a coupon code and you can make your own scent. And so I like built this in, this scent that I loved and it's a little flirty, a little musky, a little sexy, and it's me. And then they put your name on it. So it's cool. just deodorant. I didn't know they, I didn't, I they did not that. even know that. And they're our sponsor for yeah. this episode. <laughs> my favorite, actually, the regular one, the sea salt and cedar. It smells so good. I think this that one's good bomb. for men. Obviously, smells like a man. Lavender well. rose here. Um, but did you guys know that aluminum forms a plug in your sweat glands Ew. to keep you from sweating? Every Yuck. time, every the plug time thing. it's like <laughs> the word plug is so disgusting <laughs> to me. And thinking about aluminum plugging, <laughs> just like a bunch of plugging them. inside like, of my armpits what? just makes me ew, cringe. Um, anyway, that's why Native never uses ingredients like aluminum. 
aluminum, paraben sulfates, or talc. Um, and they have over 10 scents, including ro rotating seasonal scents. So there's something for everyone. They're most popular and uh, are like the classic coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, citrus and herbal. Um, and it's also risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S. and you get 30-day returns and exchanges. Um, so do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash bigmood or use promo code bigmood at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That is nativedeo.com slash bigmood or use promo code bigmood at checkout for 20% off your first order order and after you put that deodorant on you're probably gonna want to exercise or maybe work out or like you know put achieve your fitness to work. goals <laughs> exactly you can't just sit around on your sofa all day so uh noom is our second sponsor and um i personally love this app because it doesn't just focus specifically on weight loss you know a lot of fitness um apps they just like focus on weight loss or muscle building or whatever this is also focuses on the psychological aspect of like why you form specific habits yeah. and how a lot of those things that you're trying to do, like lose weight or whatever, and like you need to understand the habits behind. Yeah, it's exactly what Jess was mentioning to yeah. too. Mental toughness. Yeah, yeah, you can't just put a bandaid over it. You have to like actually go in and and seal the wound, solder all that, solder that wound. <laughs> so, um, I one thing that I did before that before I did Noom and I didn't realize I was doing this was um, anxiety eating or stress eating. I didn't even realize I was just reaching for snacks and like stuffing my face every time I felt like I was having a panic attack. So. Realizing that and like consciously stopping that and forming other habits in place of that. So instead of reaching for food, I like meditate now. Uh, is a lot of what Noom is about, and like really distinguishing what the what your specific psychological habits are. There's ease and convenience. Noom works with your lifestyle. How you eat, um, you can eat what you want in moderation because you just learn to control those those habits. And um, it takes you through uh, personalized courses. So your habits may be different than my habits and it'll find that for you and help you. Noom doesn't tell you what to do and what not to do. It teaches you how to look inside your own mind and make better decisions for yourself. And Noom has one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available and lets you track meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom dot com slash big mood to start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash big mood. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. yeah. So what other questions? Okay, Jess, I, I want to know your insight, your experience, your advice, um, because you were in a relationship. You were married mm -hmm. and this man was not Corinne's father. No. And so you had to find a balance or understand a role there with their relationship, right? Because I, I seem to struggle a lot when it comes to Casey. And then also for Casey, like, fuck, man, being a stepdad is like the hardest role ever. That's like, hard. holy shit. Like, so for him, he, he sees Isaac as his son, right? But he doesn't get to have the exact same um what is it title title or, or like like, um, like responsibilities or or not responsibilities stature. um execution of like how to parent the same as if for his biological dad so there are certain there is like this unspoken red tape around that role and he struggles with that a lot and and uh, I think in our in our household it gets kind of difficult when for me in my role I see I see my son right He's 
in this position where he now, he's getting parented by Casey. Casey's doing the best he can, but there's some moments where I feel like Casey and I's style clashes, parenting style or discipline style clashes, and so then I feel like in that moment I'm like fuck what do I do do I be a good wife and stand by Casey or do do I try to be a good mom and like step in and like see what I can do for my son to help him feel like he's supported and all that stuff because I I just struggle with that role yeah I still struggle with it because um there's I didn't I never wanted like my momming to be undermined you know what I mean like don't undermine my authority to teach Corinne how to do things and not to do things and there's also a fine line with like me parenting her and me coddling her a difference between coddling and protecting Mm -hmm. so like protecting her from the things that could harm her but like not coddling her so that she can make her own mistakes and I found that I mean this is this doesn't help your situation but with Joe who's my ex-husband he really didn't step into that role until Mm -hmm. after our divorce he's a great father figure to her now she actually just started calling him dad instead of Joe which she did throughout our marriage and, and how, like, how old was she when you guys got together? She was 12. Okay. Yeah, and I was with him for 10 years. And um, they have a great relationship now. And we're great friends, he and I. And uh, But it was always hard for him because I wanted him to do this thing where he would tell her the things that he needed. She actually respected him, I feel like, a little bit more than she respected what I would tell her. <laughs> um, but he just never knew what to say to her without stepping on my toes yeah. and not crossing a boundary with her where one day I think the biggest thing they don't want to hear, their biggest fear is to hear, like, you're not my real dad. Yes. Yeah. And that would crush me. Yeah. And you don't want that for him. So it's yeah. like, how do you stand by him and be a right. supportive wife and let him step into his role naturally without having Isaac build up resentment exactly. towards that's, you that's for letting him struggle. be mean to you? Yes. I mean, be mean to him. Yeah. And that was a struggle for me. And I, the I only thing I could say is that it's a, such a huge conversation where you're like, if you see me parent, if you see me um, telling him what he can or can't do, if there's something that you think that's a conversation to have after yeah. you've had that with him. Yeah. Because I think what he and I would do is we would have that conversation in front of her and then she's just like, fuck it. I don't need to listen to either one of you because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and we didn't. Parents usually don't. <laughs> we're yes. figuring it out too. Figure it out. Cats don't come with handbooks. That's the thing you don't realize yeah. until you're older. Where you're, we're like, I, I'm at the age where I relate more to parents than I do to kids. Like, because right. when you're growing up, you relate <laughs> to the kids side. You're like, parents are mean and they're yeah. dumb and like they they're just old. they try to control control you all the time. And then now, like being closer to that age, and my friends are all like parents. I'm like, oh shit, like. It's really hard. And like, you're figuring it out like as you go. Like there's no manual. Like they just send you home with a baby with and... a whole ass human. Yeah. yeah. They just make it's sure that scary. the car seat's in place. In charge of that life. That's it. That's all they care that's about it. is the car seat. They're like, is the car seat in place? Because that's our only responsibility. Once you leave this lot, it is on you to keep it alive. And yeah. you're just like, it's I don't know. a lot of pressure too so because scary. like the, the kids, you know that they see you like a god. Like they they like you are everything to yeah. them, and you're supposed to have all the answers, and yes. you're supposed to be perfect, and you know that. But then you're just like messing it all up, and you're like feeling guilty about. It, but yeah, especially being young too, because then you're growing and you're trying to learn shit for yourself. Yeah, and then you have to like guide another person too. So I'm like, Holy expectations God. are so major because those expectations are placed on us through like my parents placed expectations on me. They kicked me out, but the society puts expectation expectations on you. I was the youngest mom always in all of her grades, and so other parents would look down. Oh on yeah, because you know they'd be like, "This young mom doesn't too. know what she's doing," and so I was always extra cautious to have extra. Everything's in line, and she always had her diaper bag, and she was a good girl, and I would just have to look at her. 
She knew yeah. the look. Yeah, same. Like, Girl, same. I'll put you in a headlock right now. Same. I don't even care who's looking. That's um, why I was like, such a good kid. Because I'm like, don't you? I pinched that inner thigh. I was a pincher. I was a pincher. Can't do that now. My mom was a pincher too. I was a pincher. I'd just pinch, little turn, and she would get it right. But um, yeah, that's I'd that's give hard. I give them the one, two, three. I'm like. Don't let me get to three because then we're going to go to the bathroom. And then that's, you don't want to go to the bathroom. The chancla comes out. Chancla. El cinto. It's true. My, my dad never even had to use, he didn't ever touch us, but he would take his belt out and oh. it would, like, he look snap like scary. Yeah, he'd yeah, snap, snap the belt. I do be like, ah! I the sound too. Just yeah. the sound the immediately sound. that works. I'm like, cool. Like, More I than never, anything, I never fell out of line because of that. <laughs> it's just hearing them say, "I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed." Oh God, yeah. I oh, hate God. That. I'm almost happier. My my dad was actually just mad. He would just yell <laughs> because the disappointment right? hurts it's so killer. much more. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, I don't know because I back to the whole question that I was giving you or asking you it's because um like I see that right I see moments where I'm like okay I need to step back let him figure out his role and and just see, let that pan out but then there's like this like mama bear that comes out in me where it's like I gotta protect my cub yeah like, why you're going are you yelling at him you're going too far yeah you're making <laughs> you like, cry yeah I know. So I hear you. That's it's still hard. That yeah, was a very when fine Steve line. tries to be like, Franklin, don't do that. I'm like, hey, I'm the mom. <laughs> hey, don't yell at him. <laughs> so I totally get it. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's rough, man. That's why I, I admire you so much. I'm like, that's oh, amazing. You. you know, you've you've your whole story, too. And then the fact that like, I guess we can move on from that. Back at you. Experience. <laughs> I keep holding it all close. I'm all back at you. What I've <laughs> admired about both of you is from an outsider's perspective, I'm like, wow, they like handle shit so well. Like to me, you guys are doing it perfectly. I'm like, mm. I'm scared I won't be able to to uphold that standard but I love the balance like when you talk about the balance between being mom and best friend mm -hmm. I feel like watching you with Isaac um, you are really good at being open and having open conversations with him um, and letting him know like why you feel certain ways about about things rather than telling him just don't do this thing yeah. like being open and telling him why and why you yeah I feel like that's really healthy and but then you also have boundaries where mm -hmm. you're not like going too far into like your own personal life yeah. and I think that's so great of you and I also just th that going back to that public thing like you guys are going through all this and in the public eye. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Jeez. How... Um, and, and especially with you recently, like you... When you're talking about your ex, Joe, I know Joe. I, yeah. I've known both of you for a very wedding. long she time. She was at my wedding. I, I knew yeah. you guys when you got together. That's Aww. right. And uh, yeah, so I've seen your whole journey. And it's been like... You guys were both trying very hard in that. And like you loved each other. I felt the love there, you know. And then, but the public only sees like the the good moments, right? And and all, and all I mean, most of the friends also see all, all the good moments. So I think when you got divorced recently, it was a surprise to a lot of people. Yeah. And that's so hard to have yeah. to like feel like you're going through it, but also you need to explain yourself True. now or like feel that you need to explain or yourself or, yeah. or justify to all these people that didn't get to see the behind the scenes what was that like because i can't like i i can't imagine like going through that and then having to have that expectation on you i had to really think about how i was going to tell 
our audience that we're not together because a big part of our relationship was so forward facing and but we only allow people to see as much as we want them to see right Mm -hmm. and so social media isn't real and Mm -hmm. it's the highlight reel of everyone's life so of course it was the wedding it was the honeymoon it was all the good things we weren't pulling out a camera and a phone every time we fucking yelled at each other and by the way I'm a yeller and he was very calm I would be the one my head spinning fucking pea soup is just spewing (laughs) out of my mouth and he's just like yes and he's just like when is the storm gonna pass and I'm like oh baby you've married fire and so I feel like oh and by the way before just for those of you out there who were like that's fake then that you only show the the happy moments. Good. It's not fake. How it's not fake. weird would it be if she pulled out a camera during the like yeah, yelling? Yeah, it's even worse. Like not socially acceptable to show the negative parts. It's only yeah. socially acceptable to show the positive parts. It but is. then now you're left with, well, this is only half my story. Now right. I got to tell you all this other shit. That yeah. Like, why is that your business? Why is right. any of it? But, right. It's there's there's so much that we have on our plate to share, and then things we take off of it, and. I do try to keep some things for myself, but it's really hard because I also don't want to pretend that I'm living a life that I'm not or have it look like it's something that mm-hmm. it's not or it is something that it's not. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, you know, you've been you've been my friend for 10 years. So Nikki knows all of my I've been in loving relationships with men and in loving relationships with women. And so when I started dating Lacey, who's also coach. You weren't surprised. By the way, everyone else was. They were like, when did this happen? And I'm like, but these are also little details that you don't have to share with the world. Right. And that's just, you're letting them in. Again, representation is everything to me. So I really wanted to represent what it's like being a true bisexual. I've been married to men and very in love with women. And I'm in love with a woman now. And they're just... I felt like you were you know? dealing with two stigmas at once, two which I was like, girl, like, so one was the divorce. Like mm-hmm. some people are very just anti-divorce. And like, if you said forever, then you meant forever. And now you're going back on yeah. your word. So like a lot of people that are going through divorce, they feel alone, like very, very alone because they feel like it's not okay to, to share. So there's that huge stigma. They feel like and a failure then, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. All of those emotions and then like them casting judgment on you for right. stuff that you're going through. It's not, your, not their business. But then on the... Like on top of that, you um, found love with someone very special who happened to be a woman. And it was the first time a lot of people were hearing that you were bisexual, which is totally like your choice whether to share or not. But, you know, I feel like it it's like it should be celebrated. It should be like a really happy moment for you. And and instead, it's like now it's got all this like stigma. You have to explain a bunch of stuff. And I just felt like. I'm so I was so happy when you made posts about it because you didn't have to. But there's so many people out there who can relate mm-hmm. and who are struggling. And I think that bisexuality alone gets such a Bad there's rap. so many different <laughs> notions. Of, like people have so many different judgments and stigmas that mm-hmm. I feel like are so unnecessary. Um, and you had to kind of like navigate through that. Do, can, do you want to talk about a little a bit of how, sure. like what that was like? Absolutely. I think first to touch on like chain like the the storyline so divorce doesn't have to be ugly and so many people want for divorces to be ugly because that's what is in their mind we ended very amicably we're we're great friends he moved he actually moved back home and we sat down and talked and he will forever be i will always hold a tender spot in my heart for joe mm-hmm. we just he's gonna make a great husband to someone else we just weren't the right fit and i mm-hmm. think there's so much integrity in 
staying in something that's working. And there's a lot of integrity in saying to the person that you love, this isn't working. And I want you to be happy. This isn't making us happy. So before we hate each other and we never speak again, let's break even now. And mm-hmm. there's also no – everybody was like, oh, but your character and you have to have time. Like, There's no integrity for me personally in lying to someone for the for the sake of keeping a promise. Mm-hmm. I promised I would be married to you forever. But there's no integrity in me hurting you, not wanting to be with you because we drive each other crazy. Yeah. And by the way, marriage doesn't fix anything. It just <laughs> amplifies bigger fucking problems. It really does. True. Um, and then when I started dating Lacey, I was like, I want to, it was Pride Month, and I really wanted to like represent what it's like being a woman in, I can say middle-aged because I'm almost 40, a year away from it. Oh my gosh. You, <laughs> you're making all the middle-aged women cry though because like you look... <laughs> fucking 25 live your truth baby I think it keeps you young forever can I steal whatever vampire blood you've been drinking (laughs) virgin blood Um, but I think that there was something to be said about being a woman who's been married who is a mom who is dating a woman and who's in love and just knowing that you can find love and you can live your truth and you don't gotta give a fuck about what anybody thinks because at the end of the day they don't have to live your life and they don't Mm -hmm. have to it's one foot in front of the other every day mm-hmm. for me, and I'm just trying to do that as honestly and as authentically as I can. And if that offends someone, just don't look. There's nothing you can do about just it. Look away. Yeah. Close your eyes. It's not your business. What do you think? Like some of the biggest misconceptions are about like kind of everything you've gone through, or like what's the feedback that you're getting that you kind of just wish you could be like, no, it's not this or that. Specifically for marriage, it was everyone was like, you should stay in the marriage no matter what. We really tried. We went to therapy. We gave it our all. We were in it for 10 years. I would so much rather prefer we do it this way than to stick it out another 10. And now we're in our 50s Mm -hmm. trying to start a whole new life again. And in terms of bisexuality, I feel like people always think, well, you have the choice to go back. And for me, we just talked about this. It's not about going back to any particular gender it's moving forward with the person that you have like you just see see and love people i just see and love people you fall in love with the person there's no like oh well i was straight and now i'm gay and now i'm going back to straight yeah Yeah. no it's just you're you're in love no matter what like my personal sexuality is is fluid and i fall in love with people and their you know sexy bits are just a plus and i think they're all beautiful um but i love who i love and i just think that if we can just accept each other for just loving who we love, then a lot of people won't have to wear a mask pretending that there's something that they're not. Yes. You know? I love exactly. that. Just love who you love. Love who you love. <laughs> love is love. Love is love, baby. It really is. Yeah. How about your your journey into understanding that that's who you are? Like, how was that, like, discovery? I was 12 years old when I kissed my oh, first girl. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I've known for a very long time, and my parents know. You kissed um, a girl and you did like I it. I did. I kissed a girl and I did <laughs> I like didn't. it. We didn't have cherry chapstick back in eighth <laughs> yeah, yeah. grade. But, and that's that's another thing. Like I feel like um, when you say to someone you're bisexual, they think, oh, it's a phase. Mm. You're just there. You're touring. You're touring. Right, like, like the college girl thing, too. Right. Like, oh, you're in your 20s. You're just trying to play around. Right. It's and not like serious. that. That's what, like, gets that's what gets us in trouble. My girlfriend has never been with a man ever, so she's considered, and by the way, I never knew any of this was a thing, but she's a gold star lesbian, and I'm like, what does that mean? I, am I a blue star? Am I, am I a silver star? Am I a titanium? Like, what You're am the I? red star. She's never is. experimented yeah. with men. So she's yes. never touched a dick, basically. She's never been with a man, and okay. ma- meanwhile, I've been married to two of them, Yeah. and so I'm sure that was very scary for her to get into, because mm-hmm. we've had very open conversations about what that looks like. Like, in terms of me being 
je- like we're not jealous people. I'm an Aries, so <laughs> what does good luck with that. Just meaning like we're flirtatious, but we're also uh, territorial. We have an astrology like, episode yeah. coming later. Yeah, yeah, we do. Hard. <laughs> I'm gonna you learn know? later. Yes, learn. Yes, she knows it's all a the fire astrology. signs. She's fiery. Fire, 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 <laughs> and. For her, it was like, are you, I have to be worried about men coming at you and women coming at you. True. Yeah, you know? I think that's the misconception. It's not that there's like, it's not like you're more likely to get tempted because you're attracted to both genders. It's like, no, you're like, if you're in love with a person, you're in love with a person. It doesn't, it would be no different if you were straight or or gold star lesbian. Right. It's like, you're with that person, not you're with that gender. Right. You know, and like, oh, well, I'm, I miss men now. Yeah, no. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then when it comes to like sex, sexual play, not necessarily love anymore, like would it be for you personally? Is it like a closed door? Like we're not inviting anyone else into the bedroom? Because it seems to be like a lot of, especially guys, they think like, oh, she's bi. That means I get to bring a girl into the bedroom. Like what's the case with you? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, if she, if Joe or Lacey ever asked me to bring in another person, I'd be like, I'm a one woman kind of show like and also by the way when you're with me you don't need any other person because I there there's just a lot you're of there's so a lot loyal. to handle <laughs> yeah, that's true. and I'm very loyal but there's also a lot to handle like social media adds a whole another element of trust as we all know you know like mm-hmm. they're just conversations to have and I think the biggest thing for us was we were like if this is something that you can't say to this person on DM or text that you couldn't say if I were sitting on your lap yeah probably not a good idea and you mm-hmm. probably should stay away from that yeah. you know so it's communication and trust and like th- I think that's like the that is the cement of any relationship yep I think bringing in anybody whether that be a man or a woman into your relationship is just you should reevaluate your relationship. I mean, some people that works. It's risky. Yeah. I think it's that's a, that's a, another one of those like misconceptions. Like just because you're bi, that you just want to have threesomes all the time. Right. Yeah, and no. Like- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds been there, done that, and it gets messy. Yeah. And also, I think that a lot of times people think that when you say that you're bisexual and if you say you're a lesbian, women automatically think you're attracted to them. But if you're straight, you're not attracted to every walking dude out there. Exactly. So chances are you're not my type. Right. you don't have to be weird. Guys get all weird around gay guys because they're like, oh, you want to fuck me, right? Oh, do you want to touch my butt? Like, no, you're not that attractive. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. no. Um, I get so frustrated for you. (laughs) Thank you. And if you're frustrated and you need someone to talk to, uh, beautiful segue, I love it. If you're struggling through any of these issues, you can talk to a therapist a licensed therapist online. You don't have to go to an office. You can stay at home. You can go uh, through the Talkspace mobile therapy app. Um, If anything helps reduce stress and anxiety, it's talking things out. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties so that you can find one that deals with your specific issues. So anxiety, depression, relationship issues, and more. If you have something specific you want to work on right now, they'll find someone right for you. So it's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy because you know those appointments get get hella expensive. (laughs) (laughs) But with Talkspace, you can send unlimited limited messages to your therapist and they'll engage with you at least five days a week so you could just text them constantly you're just like hey i need help i need help right now is this okay am i normal for crying fifty thousand times a day and they (laughs) they respond to you that means you never have to wait to share what's on your mind uh it's also secure talkspace is secure and private it uses the latest encryption technology to store client information and the bottom line is we all need someone to talk to and talkspace wants to give the licensed support we deserve at a price we can afford as a listener of this podcast you can get a hundred dollars off your first month on Talkspace to match with your perfect therapist. Go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code MOOD 
M-O-O-D, to get $100 off your first month. So many dollars. Or as Gina would say, doll hairs. (laughs) Show show your support for the show. That's Mood. The code is Mood, and it's at Talkspace.com. That's right. Feel your feelings and sweat your sweat. Exactly. (laughs) That's true. Tagline. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that tagline. And if, uh, you know, recently we have been having a lot of free time because, you know, we're in a pandemic and I have been spending most of my free time. If it's not on one game, it's on Best Fiends because I am so obsessed with this mobile puzzle game. And I really love it because they have these like beautiful graphics and they also have these really cute characters and each character that you collect it has like a certain power and that power like helps you beat each level because you're trying to trying to beat the slugs by using your fiends and it's super cute I really love it and like I said it's a puzzle game so you kind of have to figure out how to beat it each level and they get it gets really addicting like I've literally been playing this game for years and yeah so best fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels events and characters added every single month so like for Valentine's Day or whatever they have like a Valentine's oh that's theme. cute it's super cute so like they're constantly updating the app which keeps me personally entertained and I never get bored of this app so it's hours of fun right at your fingertips and you can even play offline so back when we used to travel i used to always pull out this <laughs> back in the day back in the day way back in the day when you we used to, to waste travel. all your data basically. exactly yeah so i love the fact that you can play offline so with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews best fiends is a must play download best fiends for free on the apple app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends and think of me while you play. I do, actually. Yay. Every time I think of this app, I think of you. Yay! <laughs> By the way, I've been pointing my toes this whole episode, and I just realized that that is kind of like a mask that I'm wearing. Why? Because I walked outside. I was painting my toenails because, one, I didn't want you to see that my pedicure has gotten so wonky oh, during this pandemic. Oh, my toenails are really up right now. It's That's really why my, gross. Mine are covered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Same. even have Girl, polish same. on my toes. I have nasty man feet right now. This is a literal mask. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, so I was like, I was painting my toenails, but then I had to go um, get Jess outside, and so I just walked outside barefoot, and so the bottom of my feet are so, so dirty. Have so I've been feet. like trying <laughs> my hardest just to point my toes this whole episode. Damn, that's exhausting. That's... Yeah, but I'm getting these shins worked yeah, out. Yeah, you're gonna have <laughs> calf muscles yoked shins. <laughs> In Texas, just this one. Yeah. In Texas, we call that H-E-B feet. Shout out to Texans that might be listening. H-E-B is a grocery store, and some yeah. people like to go to the grocery store barefoot, mm. so we call it H-E-B oh. feet. In Hawaii, Sounds no like one ever wears shoes, and I love it. I feel at peace. There. Yeah, but it's so gross when I watch people go into the bathrooms. And they don't oh that's yeah, true. the bathrooms. Are so I did get hookworm from <laughs> being barefoot in Mexico. Oh yeah, but that wasn't yeah. a bathroom. It wasn't. It yeah. was just everywhere. Was you were barefoot everywhere? Yeah, on the beach. Nice. And stuff. How did you? How come I don't you were know. the one that got it. No one else got it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just your luck. It really is. It was, and then yeah, then we went to Costa Rica, and Steve got a kidney stone, and like just, just a, those vacations were just cursed. A lot of bad luck. Anyway, um, pre-COVID. <laughs> back to us uh, and and just wearing masks and in to the society. What am I trying to say? Society. Um, I feel like timelines, especially for women, mm-hmm. timelines are something that almost every woman feels like Entirely. they have to uphold a certain. Like there's this should happen by this time, and my eggs are dying, and biologically, and I have to blah blah blah. And career, too many windows and stuff. Yeah. So how has that played? A lot. I mean, your timeline 
you know, you had a kid, uh, a kid really young. The timeline was all backwards. thrown off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Benjamin, Benjamin buttoning <laughs> life right now. Okay, so now I'm living the life, and I'm in my teenage years. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's so I cool. actually did it right. So <laughs> right, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> like low grown ass kid. I'm like I wish I had my kid all grown up and like relatable to me <laughs> already. I didn't it is start pretty yet. awesome. I know. I don't want a baby now. I'm like yeah. I'm too old. I feel like I, I can be you, tired. Can you give me a 22 year old instead? <laughs> exactly. Dude, I don't know I how I have energy because then like. Casey and like you know we want to have more kids and I'm like yeah for you two like you know now you're married um in a new relationship well not new anymore but like you know not to Isaac's dad Mm -hmm. is and when you were with Joe was there pressure to be like well now new marriage new babies yeah well I definitely feel that with with the one I'm in currently for sure he definitely pressure or just something you want because you're it's both yeah it is both like I really do I do want more kids so that is cemented there like I do want more kids that's put that aside yes there's pressure because he doesn't have his biological kid right yeah. he wants to know what that's like and now see. you guys are in your 30s yeah. and so it feels like there's this window for me it's the window thing because yeah. it's like yeah I'm married and yeah Steve and I both really want to have kids but if I had to choose what I have them right now I don't know like because I, I kind of feel like the pressure plays a huge role in that well in a few years will I even have the choice you know yeah. like or will the eggs be like peace out we're done like, so <laughs> you only have like three left so figure yeah. it out dude <laughs> like and then now like babies. you know we've been kind of trying and stuff and then I end up feeling bad I'm like am I broken how come we're not pregnant yet true I mean also we haven't been like fully like Trying. super super trying like oh my god it's the whole week that we're fertile let's have sex every single day we're not doing that either like crazy crazy we're yeah. just being really relaxed with it we're like oh we just so happen to have sex and i'm fertile it's really whatever not that easy to get pregnant like yeah. after you're like i mean i feel like from like 16 to like 22 you're probably like super fertile, fertile. but then after that it like it takes women a year sometimes See, that's, two years that's the part that like i i forget to be kind with myself yeah. for that because I forget that. And since I forget that, I end up being really hard on myself. Also like, takes two to tango. Maybe it's yeah. his sperm being lazy. You know, you don't know. But <laughs> yeah. we, I feel swimmers. like we do take all <laughs> yeah, the responsibility. Slow swimmers. They're just like chilling <laughs> and you're like, dive, let's go. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then like, yeah. And then thinking about starting over though, like just that thought alone. Daunting. It is daunting. Because I'm like, oh my God, Isaac's already 12. He's like my little best friend. He does everything. Like he's just so independent. Like. It's fucking easy right now. Like to He'll be the greatest little helper. Screaming babies. Yeah. Also, I don't know if this is the case for you, but I remember you talking about with Corinne, like, what if I don't have another angel child? That's me. Awesome I say that all kid. the time too. If I have the I'm spawn so of the devil, and like, I don't have the patience for the spawn of the devil. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I barely have the patience for the, for angel, the angel of heaven. Yeah, yeah. just literally so, my f- biggest fear of like the next kids. If we ever do get pregnant, I'm so terrified of how those kids are gonna come out because <laughs> I'm like, I love. Like you could have just stopped where you. you were. I know. Now there's a direct comparison. Yeah. Before it was like maybe all kids are like this, but now if the kid is a little angel baby different personality there's a lot of pressure because there's also I think infertility is another conversation a lot of people don't have and I think the statistic is correct me if I'm wrong but it's like one in eight couples have really end up having to go through IVF and um, and take that route seems high that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot like we we forget and then you know what I'm reminded of that is like during holidays like Mother's Day and Father's Day that there's we have to honor like all the people who, you know, some people have angel babies and some people yeah. have babies who are, they're carrying them. And um, 
this time in COVID makes pregnancy so much more crazy oh, than yeah. I can't even imagine. So scary. Yeah, actually, They're delivering yeah. alone. Yeah, it's so sad. I Well, I mean, the good news though is that I do have friends that they just recently announced that they had gotten pregnant. They've been trying for, I think, over 10 years. And they've gone through so many obstacles. No. It's crazy. I actually kind of want to have her on and we could talk to her about yeah. her journey too. But yeah, I mean, it's so crazy, especially right now during this time. To like, ooh, it's That's crazy. why the pressure sucks and people shouldn't necessarily go into a conversation with your friends asking like, so when are you going to have a baby? Because you don't even know that maybe they've been trying for yeah. many years and you're just That's the one thing that people need to sad. absolutely stop doing. Is, please? When yeah, are you going to have a baby? Yeah, when are you going to have a baby? When are you going to get married? Never fucking say that. If I need more. Just like miraculously be like, boom, then it would happen already. You carry the baby. Yeah. <laughs> you want the baby true. so badly, you carry the baby. <laughs> Dude, that was actually, you having a baby? Yeah. No, that was actually. Mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. Come on. When are you having a baby? <laughs> Dude, I get it though, because I've been that person for a long time. Like, like with Barton Geo, I was like the one. I gave them their first baby present right after their wedding, and yeah, they didn't like, have a kid till all like about years later. Yeah. I was that person for sure. I was just like, I'm so excited. I see you guys, and I just, I would love to see like you know, you guys create a human because I know that that's something that they also wanted. So yeah, I think there has to be like that, like read the room kind of vibe of yes. like, wait, are they even, have they expressed the fact that they're even trying or whatever? We naturally want there to be life created out of love, but a lot of times some people don't want to ever be parents. That's you know? me. I think I, this year finally I was able to say, because I was pushing it. I was pushing my my relationship with my Joe. I know it's weird because there's two Jess Jess and Joe. And Joe. Two Jesses and two Joes. <laughs> they both so broke up too. We were pushing uh, our relationship into marriage and I was pushing. I was like, I'm fucking getting old, you know? Like, I don't have much time yet. And if we're not going to do it, I need to hurry up so I can find the next person so I can get the baby from that man. <laughs> you know? And then so finally we broke up within uh, almost a year has gone by and now I'm like, you know what? I actually don't want to have kids and I've been following some other influencers. Like, I think, I forget her name, Lisa something, Tom Billy's wife. He's a, some other influencers or whatever, but she's, doesn't have a child and she doesn't want to have children and she's so she's kind of a voice for other women who don't want to have children as well it's totally okay yeah it's like is there is there something wrong with that you like what that people, means jess what you're gonna be the first pregnant no i'm not i'm not <laughs> so we're trying and i watch my fertility cycle and i'm like no dicks go inside <laughs> during this week <laughs> this is my no dick week yes <laughs> You yeah. just like intentionally don't shave, just yeah, like, just to prevent yourself. <laughs> Isn't still that crazy? Still it's only it. a week. I know the window is a week. Well, and like the like yeah. the egg is only there for twenty four hours. Yeah. So you don't even like you don't even know. Yeah. And we're born with the eggs that yeah. we're gonna have forever. We yeah. can yeah. reproduce sperm until they're ninety eight. And we're meanwhile we're like, was I born with five eggs or fifty? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. And then the other thing is, um, I feel like the reason there's all this pressure like later like where we're in our 30s and being like oh no there's this window now is because there was already that pressure of like career and having to discover mm -hmm. like who are you as a person and the career and women have like are they have to have like a career too you know especially in this day and age where passions, yeah. it's hard to even afford to live without having both yeah, the pressure on a people. man to be able to provide for two people is already so great. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then now, so it's like, we have to pick up the slack too, but then now we have to do that and be a mom and do all this other shit. It's like, well. And not be tired. And yeah. not be tired. And, and be hot. Refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And never Bounce lose your temper. And be sexy. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, you yeah. can't lose your cool ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's In a reality, lot, we just man. walk around losing our shit all day long. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just popping off all day long. Yeah. I talk about how I melt into the floor all the time. Like, I just cry until I melt into a puddle on the floor and it could be any floor really like sometimes Steve <laughs> the walks in the floor, kitchen yeah. yeah I'll be on the fucking tile it could be in the kitchen. you know what any floor I can melt into any floor 
You're pretty so, good at that. I think that's why I say like in the fitness industry, when I say that it's sadness is viewed as weakness, it's not because that's what it's like. It's because when you hire someone to be your coach, you expect them to be strong all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's such a high expectation because they're just humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like moms. We're mm-hmm. expected to be strong all the time. And it's like, what if the weight of the world just feels heavy and it's I just need to put my arms heavy. down? Can I just take a break? Can I just Please? have a break? Can I just sit in the bath <laughs> yeah. without fingers going underneath? Like, what yes. are you doing? What do you think I'm doing in here? I'm on the toilet. You feel like really, like, I'm reading a book. Like a cat, but they're baby. Yeah, they're just like, I do get the cat ball. Let me in. <laughs> that would oh be a God. funny video, like yeah. ver- like reality versus expectation. Yeah. Expectation You're just like is crying and yeah. eating cookies in the tub alone. And a baby like trying to fucking yes. get in. You're like, I just need one more bite. Yeah. It's so true, though, because I just remember being a kid and my mom had to have all the answers like constantly. And I was one of those kids that asked all the questions. Yeah, you're the, like, like super annoying. Well, why? But like, but then why? Like, well, then why does the tree grow like that? But then why? And then, <laughs> and then they just say, because I said so. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not no. science. Yeah. That's why it's good to give Isaac exactly. an explanation. I try. Yeah. It's hard. They want to know specifically why. You know why? Though? I think for me was because I didn't. I had the complete opposite growing up. Like I had a very absent mom and I was just like well that's what I know okay let's not repeat that cycle yeah <laughs> fully because I actually do find myself falling into my mom's habits sometimes especially like you know during these times I'm like addicted to a video game and I'm just like okay and I, I sometimes I feel Isaac he, he'll come because he's bored with his video games too or and he'll be like let's go ride a bike and I'm like I have to make that conscious effort to be like yes put this shit away this <laughs> is not important let me go spend time with Quality my son time. it's like Oh, because, oh, my God, it gets me so sad when I realize, like, you were four years old, like, yesterday. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Where yeah. has the time gone? And then next next thing I know, I realize I'm really taking every moment for granted. And then, like, not until I look back and I see, like, his baby pic, even from, like, a year ago photos. I'm like, oh, my God, you're never going to be like this again. Oh, shit, I got to appreciate you Aww. right now. I got to focus. I'm just going to stare at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's well, what I changing. did. <laughs> I did when he was born for, like, the first two weeks of his life. I, I could not take my eyes off of him. Yeah. I was just so obsessed. I'm we can like, just stare at babies all day long, yeah, right? Dude. Like just them breathing and cooing. You're just like, wow, this is a magical creature. I <laughs> built it. I stare at other people's babies because I don't have my own. So I just stare. At- <laughs> and they stare back and they're like, you know, you want one. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, baby, I'm going to have like, one. like, rub off on me with your little baby energy. <laughs> yeah. Give me that baby foot. Uh, little baby feet. Baby collagen. <laughs> I definitely do get the baby yeah, craze right? crazy thing like especially cute aggression yeah, yeah. especially like when Steve <laughs> cleans the house or like he's like doing something really like, like oh you'd be me- such a like good fatherly dad. yeah I'm like <laughs> baby and me he like our little nephew he like plays with him and I'm like oh my god my ovaries are bursting they're just like <laughs> need it exploding. I need some green babies in there <laughs> it's like oh, shotgunning yes. eggs into your fallopian tube yes. like, fuck like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel it I feel it <laughs> okay okay I hear you yeah yeah man like it's hard how do you how do you fucking balance things ever like how do you just be a person being sometimes i see hard. people being a people and i'm like how are you even a <laughs> how people? are you yeah. being a people how did you do that <laughs> how did you go through your day i think i honestly think no one knows what they're doing no they yeah. think everyone's just figuring it out and doing the best they can there's doing their delusion- best impression of people yeah. it's all a mask yeah there's some yeah. delusional people that really believe they have it figured out i know yeah. but i'm like okay that's I why know. i also don't get the people that um like if if they disagree they just dis- they can't just be like 
Well, maybe neither of us know. Yeah. Like when it comes to just things that aren't proven yet or like beliefs mm-hmm. or theories on life and stuff, they can't just be like, huh, that's your opinion. This is my opinion. We Neither of us really know the hard truth. Yeah. They have to be like, that's wrong. I'm wrong. wrong. You're wrong. Their entire identity is attached to that opinion. Yeah. And so if you're saying that their opinion is wrong, it's like their whole you're being is their identity. Exactly. That's so a whole true. lifetime built on this one idea. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, that's heavy. I just find that <laughs> so fascinating. I'm like, wow, what's it like to just know? Like you think like to just be so hard grained like I I remember feeling like that I I literally remember having this thought when I was (laughs) when I was 15 and I was partying a lot and I was doing drugs and shit but I remember having this thought of like you know what I know everything like I literally fucking know everything like I can't learn anything new because I know everything. Like I was a phase. <laughs> I feel like it's a phase because I feel like I was that too. Like, I hope yeah. you were high during it. I think <laughs> I was. I really think I was. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so silly to think like, really, you don't know shit. Like no one knows shit. The like, older people that's ninety get, years old don't know shit. The older you get, I think, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, wow, this hour flew by. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for Jess. having me. Yeah, Is there any? If there Jess. was one piece of advice you could give the people out there that might be struggling like with their with masks their masks that they're having glue, super glue on yeah what would would you tell them i would say that it doesn't get easier until you actually live your truth and once you can stop thinking about what everybody else is thinking about you it's just easier to take it down you know take that mask off and to just if you're happy be happy and if you're sad be sad but like living your life and living your truth is more important to me than anything because that's mental health and I think I mean that's a whole other conversation but yes that's mental your health in it mental health <laughs> in your best life it's much more relaxing to just let go of what anybody else thinks or cares of yeah right? but it just, just do you the, I think the anticipation of it is harder than the it actual is. thing it it's is. like but then they're gonna all the judge scary me part, they're all yeah. gonna laugh at me dude that's so true because even just superficially like with makeup I remember there was a time where I, I really could not step outside and be like have any other human see me without like concealer that's true under eyes like under eye concealer and then as I'm putting the concealer I'm like well, might as well put the mascara and the next thing I know I hold a whole <laughs> full face. I have a whole face of makeup and then not until we all took a vacation in Hawaii like five years ago and I just spent the whole day without makeup and I'm like this is liberating oh shit because even then I was like, putting on like concealer oh, wow. it's so ridiculous too because other so people stupid. are like I don't give a fuck what's yeah, on your face yeah. like, but you think that they're going to be looking at you like ew everyone's yeah. more concerned with yeah. how people are viewing them yeah. everyone's than in their looking own at you. head so true <laughs> we're all ridiculous yeah we're, like if we can I, well, it was like one of the four agreements right like if we can just not take things personally we'll just not be hurt ever yeah yeah. yeah. if you could just live in the present uh, Eckhart Tolle or something feel your feelings sweat (laughs) (laughs) that's her that's the good tagline um find jess please go follow her on instagram uh follow her blog what's your blog so they know because just i don't know my name just lazama.com and i actually went in detail about divorce and what that means to move on so if you're struggling i hear you really really good read i cried i see you and i wasn't even going through that but i was just like oh my god this is so i get everything going on there and I love it I was trying to avoid anything like that for the longest time but then I feel like now I'm ready to read something deep like that you should read it I I think later on tonight I'm gonna go so happy for you Nice. Yay. Yay. Breakthroughs. Yeah. (laughs) Well take your mask off have some fun live your life don't care about other people's opinions and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.